If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi! Where are you? This is, I'm actually over in uh, London right now, uh, playing a big show tonight. This is, no, I'm kidding. I could be anywhere. You can't tell, can you? I am in Greece on an island somewhere. And, no. <laughs> We've been doing just audio, so I've just seen this Zoom for the first time. and like, yeah, I could be anywhere. So this dinky little trailer here in Wheatland, <laughs> California, so I can lie and tell you I'm somewhere really amazing, but no, just on the road. Hey everyone, this is Carrie Underwood. This is Dan and Shay. And I'm Luke Combs. Hey guys, it's Breland here. And this is Dirks Bentley. My episode of Country Heat Weekly starts now. Hello from Nashville. I'm Amber Anderson. And this week, we're turning Country Heat Weekly into a fanning out Hamilton edition. <laughs> yes, we are. Hey, y'all, I'm Kelly Sutton. And Hamilton, the musical, came through town last week. We both saw it separately. So how many times is this for you to see Hamilton? This was four. Okay. I not think- to count all the times I've watched it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> of course not. That doesn't count. <laughs> I think for me, this was three. We saw the Angelica cast. They were phenomenal. Right. As it always We is. have some friends in country music who've expressed interest in being on Broadway. And this is right. One person in particular who really wants to be in Hamilton, and that's Jimmy Allen. I can see that. He wants to be Burr. I was about to say, he wants to be Burr, right? <laughs> it makes sense. Can you see him doing Rumor It Happened? Yes, I, I mean, could. I'm obsessed with that show. Um, I know Leslie Odom that played Aaron Burr, and we have the same publicist, too. So we're trying to make that happen. We got to make this happen. It would be amazing. Amazing. Well, we also know that Maren Morris has been very interested in being in Wicked, mm-hmm. but I could also see her playing one of the roles. She could be one of the Skyler sisters. Yeah. Yes, she could. Carrie Underwood. Carrie oh. as Angelica. Or Eliza. Oh I'm my thinking gosh. satisfied is why I went Angelica. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, speaking of Carrie, though, you were partying with her last week. <laughs> okay, saying partying makes it sound like it was wilder <laughs> than it was. I mean, it was an event, and okay. we were there. There were margaritas, though. So spill the tea or the tequila. <laughs> so, 
A friend of ours had an event at a spa, and it was invitation like to come in and see all of the wonderful things that they had going on at the spa, and they did have margaritas. And at one point, Carrie went behind the bar and was helping mix up some drinks, which was great. Sounds like a party to me. I mean, it was a party. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> I actually did an IV treatment. Oh, for my skin, which was, it sounds real risky, but Carrie told me she did it. So if Carrie did it, I was going to do it. If Carrie did it, I'm doing it too. Okay. <laughs> and it was great. It was so much fun. So, I mean, if I start glowing very soon, if my skin looks really pretty. You're then, always glowing, Kelly. Well, thank you. It's all because of Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have something really fun in Nashville this weekend. IndyCar is in town. That's right. The Music City Grand Prix. And like all big events, here in Nashville, there's music involved. Mm -hmm. Now, the race is sponsored by Big Machine Label Group, which means there are concerts all three nights, and that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, and the performers just happen to all be Big Machine artists. I see what they did there. Mm -hmm. I'm actually hosting the Friday night event headlined by Aaron Lewis. Our friend Dina Carter is going to be there, too. So fun. I'm very excited about it. Carly Pierce and Brantley Gilbert close things down on Sunday with a 90-minute show that they've dubbed the Grand Ole Prix. <laughs> Get it? That's really good. I thought so. That's cute. <laughs> well, all of the street closures from these shows mean it's a perfect weekend for me to get out of town. Where are you going? <laughs> I am heading to Chicago on Saturday for the Windy City Smokeout. You know, I've been talking about this for months. I cannot wait. I forgot that's this weekend. Okay, Jordan Davis is performing, so... Obviously, that was one of the reasons you wanted to go. Who else is going to be performing that you're excited about? Or do you even care? <laughs> I mean, of course I care. Our girl Lily Rose is oh, going to be yes. starting the night off. And then we've got Mackenzie Porter, Jordan Davis, and then the headliner that night is Sam Hunt. So it is going to be a party. And there's lots and lots and lots of barbecue and ribs in my future. <laughs> Here's the real question. Which is better, the food or the music? The music, obviously. These are our people. It's just a chance to get out of town. The Smokeout is one of my favorite festivals, but I had the best barbecue ribs I've ever had in my life at this festival from Salt Lake in Austin, Texas. They were on site and their spare ribs, I could have cried. I went back three nights in a row for them. Okay, well, we're going to have a whole lot to talk about on next week's episode. So we should probably tell everybody what they're in store for for this week. Dirks Bentley is here. Yeah. Well, not here, technically. He's in California, but he's joining us thanks to the power of technology from the Beers on Me tour. Yeah, we're going to talk about the tour, his new single, how he liked co-hosting the CMA Fest TV special with Elking. Plus, we're also going to do a fanning out segment with a woman who has seen Old Dominion. 24 times. That's all? Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, they told us that we couldn't feature you in our fanning out segment, <laughs> so we had to find the next biggest fan. Okay, that's fair. But we'll also dig into the hottest songs on the Country Heat playlist and test your country IQ with who said that. But like always, we always start with the headlines. It's time to take a look at what's cooking in Music City. All right, Kelly, I have been so excited to talk to you about this piece of news. I've got a story where sports and country music collide. As soon as I heard this, I thought of you. I mean, you have to be talking about the CMA Award news, right? Right. That's right. Luke Bryan is returning as award show host, and his co-host is going to be NFL Hall of Fame quarterback, 
Peyton Manning. This is such an interesting choice, but it is actually a choice I love so much. Peyton is actually hilarious. I remember he hosted SNL a while back, one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen. And we know that he's so beloved here in the state of Tennessee, and he's popped up around Nashville many, many times. I mean, it does kind of make sense. We know Peyton is friends with a lot of country music stars, including Kenny Chesney and Lee Bryce. He's even popped up on stage every now and then. So he's country music adjacent. But this is really the first time the CMA has had a host who wasn't a country music star. Being a host is more than just liking country music, though. I mean, how do you think he's going to do reading a teleprompter? Well, fortunately, he's got plenty of time to practice. (laughs) True. The CMA Awards take place November 9th. That's a Wednesday here in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. You know, wouldn't it have made more sense to have the show at our football stadium instead of our hockey arena? Well, the Titan Stadium is an outdoor stadium, Kelly. And like I said, this all happens in November. We will happily be inside. Good point. In other news, we are getting more solo music from Tyler Hubbard. He's releasing a six song EP called Dancing in the Country on August 19th. Tyler co-wrote all six tracks and the press release basically said what he told us in May when he was our center stage guest. He built this project with the live show in mind. I'm sitting on 18 songs right now and I can't wait for the world to hear them. I want all 18. Absolutely. I'm going to make that request. Well, you know, no, I, had to, I knew I you. wanted to record enough uh, <laughs> enough songs to be able to go play a full set. And uh, I even kind of also, as much as I wanted this music to tell my story, I really was intentional about making sure these this package of music, this first batch is going to be fun because I'm going to play them all live. So knowing that, okay, I almost looked at it as a set list, but I think it's going to be really fun to play these live. Well, he's going to have plenty of chances to play them live because Tyler has extended his run on Keith Urban's tour through November. And we hear that we'll get a whole album from Tyler at the end of January. And did you see that Jesse Coulter, Waylon Jennings' widow, has produced a documentary in conjunction with the Country Music Hall of Fame? Is it on Waylon? Not just him. The whole outlaw movement in country music. Ugh, I bet that is going to be great. Yeah. So like Waylon, Willie, Chris Christopherson. Yeah. And those that carry the torch today, like Eric Church and Miranda Lambert. I mean, it's a six-part series, 12 hours in total, and it includes more than 75 interviews. When does it come out? (laughs) They haven't announced a release date yet, but we're going to keep our ears to the ground. We'll let y'all know as soon as we hear anything. And quick note to our Canadian friends, we know it's Boots and Hearts weekend north of the border. This lineup is making me want to catch a last-minute flight to Ontario. Shania Twain is headlining Night One, followed by Florida Georgia Line and Walker Hayes. Sam Hunt was initially set to perform on Friday, but he doesn't meet Canada's vaccination requirements, so he had to bow out. Jake Owen is going to be taking his place. And for everyone who will be attending Boots and Hearts, make sure to tag us in your festival pictures by using the hashtag #CountryHeatWeekly. The Heat Index is where we dig into the Country Heat playlist on Amazon Music to chat about some of our favorite tunes. I bet lots of people are streaming Maren Morris's Good Friends after she performed it on the Today Show last week. Did you see her go out into the audience to talk to one of her fans who was blind? It was the sweetest moment. I did. I loved that. By the way, if you're new here, Maren was a guest last season on our podcast about the time her album Humble Quest was released. Another thing you need to know if you're new to the podcast is that Kelly loves Keith Urban. Correct. Loves him. <laughs> so I can't believe we haven't talked about his new single, Brown Eyes Baby. You gotta be nothing more. 
Well, you'll recall that Keith gave us the scoop that that was coming back at CMA Fest before he was even supposed to reveal the name. Yes, have a new single coming. Are we able to say what the new single is? Yeah, it's called Brown Eyes Baby. Very excited about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of new music coming and there's songs that I wrote, songs that I didn't write but found and really loved and gravitated towards. So I'm looking forward to everyone getting to hear these songs. I do love it. I mean, it's kind of one of those songs that you have to think about for a moment and then you think, that could be a terrible pickup line or a great song <laughs> lyric. I'm glad it's a great song lyric. <laughs> Hopefully there's an album coming soon. My fingers are crossed. Anything else catching your ear? I'm still loving Carly Pierce's What He Didn't Do. And obviously, Jordan Davis is still on repeat with What My World Spins Around. But this Thomas Rhett Riley Green collaboration is such a fun summer jam. It's already been a sight in the sky and the mountains are blue. When we went in the studio and recorded, I was like, this song is so cool. I love it. Who could we get on here to feature? And Riley Green and I have become really good buddies over the last couple of years. And I remember sending him that song and had forgotten that I played it for him like a year previous. And we never talked about it again. And I said, man, would you feature on this? And he was like, absolutely. And I remember Riley pulls up to my producer's house and uh, literally three takes and it was done. He's so good, so talented. And of course, Dirk Bentley is our cover star of the playlist this week. His new song, Gold, is out, and we'll talk about it in just a few minutes when Dirks joins us center stage on the podcast. For the freshest tracks out of Nashville, find and follow the Country Heat playlist on Amazon Music. You can also ask Alexa, play Country Heat in DJ mode. We're about to go to break, but first, I'm going to read you this quote from one of the artists on the Country Heat playlist, and you guys get to guess who said that. And when we come back from the break, we'll play the audio to see if you were right. This week's quote is, prep is like drinking, brushing my hair, and watching a show. <laughs> okay, I think I know who said that. We'll find out if you're right in just a minute, so keep it right here on Country Heat Weekly. Hey, y'all, I'm Casey Musgraves. I'm Jason Aldean. This is Jordan Davis. And I'm Kelsey Ballerini. I'm Jimmy Allen. More Country Heat Weekly is on the way. Boom, boom. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, it's time to tell you who said that. Prep is like drinking, uh, brushing my hair, and watching a show is pretty much it. L King! <laughs> that was her answer to how she prepped for hosting CMA Fest. 
Okay, everybody, let's fire up the lights and welcome Dirk Bentley to the Center Stage Spotlight to find out if Elle held her own. Welcome, Dirk Bentley, to Country Heat Weekly. How are you, man? I'm so good. How y'all doing? Doing good. Doing real good. Where are you right now? I am backstage in Wheatland, California, just with the in my little trailer here. Been doing phone calls this morning, talking about my new song, Gold, and just on on the road, summertime touring and uh, trying to pack it all in. The road, family, back to school stuff happening already, which is crazy. Big festival coming up for us in Colorado for our Seven Peaks. Just a little bit of work, a little bit of play. Man, let's talk about gold. I saw the songwriters on here. You're really giving those up-and-comers a chance, like uh, Ross Copperman <laughs> and Luke Dick and Ashley Gorley. They need all the help they can get, right? <laughs> got some good writers in that one, for sure. <laughs> so give us the story. How did it all come about? Well, you know, everyone who has an album come out right now is probably mentioning COVID because that's part of the story. It's a big part of the story. I was in Colorado and everything shut down and we ended up staying there for a year. And some of my contemporaries were writing songs all the time and putting out material i really put my guitar away in the you know in, the, in its case and put it in the closet for about a year i really didn't play any music for a year if i pulled my my guitar out it was really just to play some bluegrass songs and just kind of sing along to myself in the kitchen or something but i really just was spent a year outdoors intense family time hiking and biking and fishing and camping and uh living in a small town and just kind of like i was telling someone the other day it's just kind of like a, a a farmer you know you just can't hit the same field over and over and over again you have to give it a chance to kind of you know just not grow anything for a little while go fallow so you can kind of get some good dirt and i needed some experience i needed to be away from the road and away from my guitar and just kind of away from the the whole deal so it was a really special in that way and then i came back to nashville in 21 and was just ready to start putting those experiences on paper and uh, I feel like Gold is a great song, kind of a song about Nashville in a way where I'd just been living in Nashville for you know, almost 30 years and I was kind of sick of it and I wanted to get out of Nashville. I was just tired of, of being there and uh, I kind of, the pandemic and the time away from Nashville really made me reappreciate all the things I love about uh, about Nashville and um, certainly 6.50 a.m. is a big part of that. So just coming back to coming back to town and just reappreciating just all the great things that Nashville has to offer. That's what the song's kind of about, just being present in the moment you're in. The grass isn't always greener, although the, the mountains are a little taller in Colorado, but the grass isn't always greener. And uh, it was just a, a good message for me, and that's always a good sign. I feel like, like a song like I Hold On is a good message for me, and when it feels good for me, it usually translates well for my audience, so really excited about the way it turned out, lyrically as well as uh, sonically. I got a rhinestone sky and a song in my soul. It ain't a smooth ride life, it's a winding road. It might be gravel, but it feels like gold. Why was this the song that you said, you know what, for the 10th studio album, this has to be our leadoff? Well, I'll be totally honest. It's tough picking that first single if you're a songwriter and you have a lot to choose from. I, I still even, even now, I'll still be like, ah, I wonder if it should have been uh, something real or some of these other songs that I have. But this, the response today has been been, been really uh, helpful in that. I think I'm definitely one of those people that just, I, you know, not second guess stuff, but just, you know, I see, I don't want to miss an opportunity, especially when it comes to singles. You only get three or four singles off a record. And I, I love all the songs. I got 14 songs on there, so it's hard to just pick those three or four songs. But for me, it's just a song that's authentic, something I want to sing every night, something, you know, looking at the songs that came before this, like Gone and Beers on Me, which won't be on the record. Those are just kind of like my COVID kind of holdover songs. But I want to have something that kind of comes off that that takes the message somewhere else. So having a song that has a real message, 
Not that a beer, free beer isn't a real message. I love that message too, especially when these these beers I hear cost seventeen dollars for a tall boy. What? It's 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 unbelievable how much how much they charge our fans for a beer. It's crazy. So beers on me is actually a very important message. But uh, this song has a, a really a great message in general, and uh, it's an, it, it kind of balances out some of the, the previous singles real well. Now you said fourteen songs. Does that mean the album's done? Are you done? The album is done. Yeah, the album okay. is is done, Amber, and uh, I'm uh, just kind of wrapping up a little, some collaborations and some final mix stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna come out for a while. But it's it's done, which is a weird thing to say, uh, <laughs> because I've been working on it for three years. <laughs> Ten studio albums. Right. Have you processed that yet? That's just insane. I know it's 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 that's another another big thing about the record too. You know, I've had all this time to work on it, and it's the tenth, so it's just got to be right. It's got to be really a special record, and you never know. I mean, I always after my third record, I thought maybe we there wouldn't, even, wouldn't be albums anymore because of all the streaming and different ways to consume music. But um, yeah, they're still making them, and as long as there's still an opportunity to make an album, uh, I'll be doing it because I just love the whole like you know, the idea of an album. I always have and. Like a great book that has chapters that lead, that makes sense over you know reading the whole thing becomes a story. That's how I feel like records should be. That's how I try to make my records. And yeah, I can't believe it's the tenth one. It's pretty pretty cool. Let's talk about the beers on me tour. Yeah, you've been out on the road with this tour for almost a year now with a few different openers. Right now, you have out Travis Denning and Ashley McBride. So talk to us about how does the energy change as the opening acts change. Oh, I mean, it's it's so different. It's really uh, this year. So. Uh, just having, you know, Ashley McBride go on before we go on, just watching her show, it gets me, she's so good. I mean, she so is good. just such a great songwriter. She's such a great singer. And she is so, like, just present with her, her fans and the audience. And funny, uh, very authentic, I guess would be the one word I'd use for her. She is who she is. And I think that's why people love her. And she comes out and sings with me every night. We do a Bad Angel, which is a song that I recorded with uh, Miranda Lambert and, and Jamie Johnson. And she comes out and takes Miranda's part. And then my buddy Travis Denning, who's on this leg, he takes uh, Jamie Johnson's part. And we also do a little bit of a Devil Went Down to Georgia together. So she's just fun to have out on the road. Aww. And uh, I, I just can't say enough great things about, about Ashley McBride. She's, she's just awesome. Okay, so I also see that you are playing several shows in my home state of Florida. Yes. You've got West Palm Beach, Tampa. Jacksonville, you are more than welcome to wear some orange and blue to get the crowd fired up. You can gator chomp, you can do whatever you that want. Go on, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you yes. go. Yes, I love Florida, yeah. Yeah, how are Florida shows? I've never really asked this question. Uh-oh. Yeah. How's the energy in Florida compared to some other states? Florida's just, yeah, Florida's just different, isn't it? It's like, it's its own little... Own little craziness down there. I mean, you just never know what you're gonna expect when you play play those shows. I'm thinking about Jacksonville. I played there before. Thinking about the crowd out there, mm-hmm. and it's just it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. People are just like, it's it's totally different vibe than anywhere else I've ever played before. It's 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 just. It's just, I guess, just kind of crazy. It's just a little, you never know what to expect when you play Florida. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, is that, does that sound about right? Yes, it does. I was expecting that. It's like, you never know what you're going to get. I don't know if you ever yeah. remember playing the Mullet Festival in Niceville, Florida. Do Absolutely. you remember that? Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. with, with, with uh, Montgomery Gentry. Oh, yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. If it's still happening, I think the Knights would show up. Hot Country Knights would the show night, up. Well, the Knights, they would show up and be like, I, did, I yes. didn't know what a mullet fish was. I'm from Arizona, so I didn't know yeah. what a mullet was. I just figured it was, it was I thought it was a festival about, yeah, when it was a mullet. Yeah. Like, this is going to be amazing. I get there, I learned it's all about these, a uh, fish. I'm like, what? But 
the best memory I have of that festival is I was with with uh, Montgomery Gentry, and I you know I was pretty new to the road and mm-hmm. buses and festivals, and I remember they had that Jim Beam bus out there on the road. And I remember walking on that bus for the first time and being like, "Wow!" I mean, it was trashed. <laughs> it was just like debris, like a bomb of clothes everywhere, and, and Jim Beam bottles. Like the these guys, there's just such the real deal out there, and it was like. I was like, wow, this is what the road is. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I, I know I do expect. <laughs> Welcome to the road, Dirk. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a, a special festival for sure. And that's definitely a very Florida festival. Yeah, it's a very Florida thing, the Mullet yep, Festival. That's right. Well, our festival that happened here, CMA Fest, we just got to watch last night on ABC. You were hosting with Elle. I know you've hosted before. So how did Elle do? Because literally we were like, how did you prepare? And she said, I was drinking and I brushed my hair. That was her only preparation for it. So how'd she do? That is exactly, that is so L. King. That's exactly correct. Yes, that's what, that's, she's like, my, you know, Ashley McBride in a way that she just is who she is and people love that authenticity, you know? And uh, she did really good. She held it together pretty well for the whole thing. And then at the end, we did uh, a song together. Did we, we did Worth a Shot together, the single she has out. It wasn't on TV. It was just kind of later in my show. And by then, she the uh, she had a, the first part of her preparation had caught up to her a little bit and uh, <laughs> she had definitely prepared overly prepared for that part but uh, she's great I mean she's so fun to be around you know it's like when you find out you're doing a four day hosting gig can sound like a lot of work and I've heard that the CMA Fest is a lot of work to host from other people that have done it but when you get a chance to spend four days with Elle it's just like it's easy it's fun you know she's like a little bit like Luke Bryan and that she just whenever she walks in the room all the energy goes towards her which I love I'm like I can kind of just like I don't have to be the center of attention, and uh, she's just she's just one of my favorite people. She really is. Okay, since we're talking parties, we got a big one coming up with Seven Peaks. Yes, we do. You're moving it to a different place this year. First of all, do you need any media to come out and cover the event for you? Yes. Okay. Now we are not CMA Fest. We are just in our infancy. So yes, I need all the media. I'm thinking of some people. I just can't think okay. who I should bring. Whatever. Um, okay. I, I'm having I'm having an idea. Yes. I'm having an idea. We need to bring Country Heat Weekly. I we need to bring the Country Heat Weekly. so fun. Yeah. We volunteer. Now, I mean, we'd have to bring a generator because there's not a lot of power out there because we're in the middle of nowhere. It's a lot of camping. Oh. As Kelly and I go, hmm. It's a little more camping and not much, much glamping. We can get you a glamping set up. Okay, we'll okay. You, okay. You know, we can glamp. We'll get yeah, you a little yeah. glamping, a little glamping. Uh-huh. We'll get you a little glamping set up out there. But yeah, it's a new location. It's remote. Uh, you gotta want it, uh, but luckily we got a great lineup that I think is gonna help people. A little bit of bluegrass, a little bit of modern country, a lot of '90s country. So it's the Hot Country Nights, of course, will be there. They don't they don't shower anyway in their real life, so this is easy for them. This would be like a, a step up from the uh, you know living in the trailer they live in. So it's gonna be so fun. I mean, and we'll see how it goes. We got a lot of people showing up already, but um, looking forward to getting some more people out there and just seeing if there's something we can keep growing every year. I, that's a it was a good tagline you had there. Seven Peaks Festival. You gotta want it. You gotta want it. <laughs> so you gotta want it. You gotta want it. Yeah. You gotta want it real bad. So perfect. How important is brushing your teeth? Okay, not that important. Come to Seven Peaks. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I can glamp. Okay, so yeah. at the end of our podcast, we always thank all of our dogs in our credits. So we want to oh, hear about the so four-legged nice. animals in your life right now so we can give them a shout-out at the end. How are they doing? They're so great. Emmy Lou, who I named after Emmy Lou Harris, who's a big dog lover. My kids think she's named after Emmy Lou Who from Whoville. Okay. But she's so <laughs> sweet. And then uh, Bear is uh, – these are all rescue dogs. Bear is like a – 
Jack Russell Terrier Dotson mix or something. Really smart. Amy's a kind of a red hair, a red healer kind of mix. Dogs are unbelievable. We just take them for granted. If, if dogs were like a new invention, you know, like all of a sudden someone invented a dog, there'd be like dog petting stations like on every corner. It'd be bigger than Starbucks. It'd be like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go get my coffee. I'm gonna go pet a dog for a little bit and get my head right and to get that good feeling going, get those endorphins happening, and then I'm gonna go to work. I mean, they're just, they're amazing. We actually have a framed coaster of you and Jake behind the bar here at our Amazon studio. So you need to come see that. Oh my gosh. And you need wow. to find our artist store. So you need to come by. I do need us. to do that. Yeah, I miss my boy, Jake. He was, he was the greatest. Hey, the new single, Gold, is out, leading off our Country Heat playlist right now on Amazon Music. Dirks, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Dirks. Hey, thank you so much, y'all. I really appreciate it. It's always great being here with y'all, seeing y'all. And I'm just uh, keep holding down the fort back there. And I'm, I'll uh, look forward to get back and somebody, somebody stop by the studio. So thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Amber. We are always on the lookout for the biggest country music fans. So if you've traveled a zillion miles to see your favorite artist, or maybe you have their song lyrics tattooed on your body, or their signature, or their face, (laughs) please, if you have a country music star's face tattooed on your body, we definitely want to talk to you for this segment that we like to call Fanning Out. Today, we are connecting with Brooke to chat about her Old Dominion fandom. I don't think that she has any of the boys' faces tattooed on her body. We're about to find out. You can follow her on social media. She's at War Eagle Blonde. And we love anybody who loves Old Dominion like we do. Welcome, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on Country Heat Weekly. Okay, so where is home for you? I live in Alabama, but home is Texas. It'll always be Texas. Where and when did you discover Old Dominion? Our local radio station kind of picked them up around 2015, late 2015. So I was familiar with them, but that was also the time I was a big Sam Hunt fan. And Kenny had his tour in 2016, and they were doing the college stadiums. And I was like, well, let's go see Sam at Auburn. That's where my husband and my daughter are graduates. And we went, and those first few chords, Old Dominion played, I was like, I'm done. So thank you, Sam Hunt, for getting me to that show, because that's when it all, and it's all uphill, downhill from there. (laughs) That's the beauty of country music, It is. It really is. Okay, do you know how many times you've seen them in concert to date? 24 in uh, in June. My last show was number 24. Do you have a group of OD buddies that you travel with? Is it you and your family? How do you usually get around to OD shows? Do you have, you know, a travel group, or do you usually go by yourself? Even if I travel by myself... I'm always with fans. I help run um, a Facebook group of about 6,000 people, 6,000 OD fans. So there's always at least one going to a show, but I've met some of the most amazing people and we meet up at shows or I'll travel and meet them at a show or plan a trip together. It's a lot of fun. Wow. What's the name of it? It's called Life is Short, Make It Sweet, Old Dominion Fan Group. It's on Facebook. I we, we were joking with Brooke that that Kelly and I could actively participate <laughs> in this fanning out ourselves. Because, I mean, I think we mentioned on a previous podcast, like I saw them, what, four times in about a month and a half right. time. And I joke, like, how, how many times can you see Old Dominion? <laughs> In a month. Never never enough. enough. I agree. What has been your favorite venue to see them in thus far? Oh, wow. That's hard. Um, 
The St. Augustine Amphitheater was great. Saw back-to-back shows there for the first time in December. And the atmosphere there is just fantastic. But also the Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta. I saw them at the Atlanta pop-up. And that was such a special show and such a small, intimate venue. And the staff, that was probably one of my my favorites. Those two have just been fantastic. Yeah. And and for those listeners who don't know, the... Old Dominion does pop-up shows the night before a big show that they have with Kenny. And I got to go to the one here in Nashville. I had never been to one before and I didn't really know what to expect, but it was incredible. (laughs) It was incredible. And it was a, it's such a small room, really, really intimate. And it's just an experience for sure. I've been able to catch two of them and I wish I could go on the Old Dominion pop-up tour. (laughs) No. You know, that's with that. Okay, so what's the furthest that you've gone, Brooke, to see them, like distance-wise? From here, from where I live in South, Southeast Alabama to New York City. Okay, this one might be kind of tough. Who's your favorite member of the band? It changes <laughs> weekly. <laughs> right now, I'm on a huge Brad Tercy kick. Like, I have a shirt that says Brad Tercy forever. Has he seen it? He has. He saw it um, in Charlotte. I held it up in Charlotte. actually wore it to the Atlanta Kenny show. Oh, I love this so much. Okay, so here's the real question. What is it about their music that resonates with you, Brooke? What you heard you said you heard that first chord and you were hooked immediately. What is it about Old Dominion that makes you love them so much? Well, it started out as lyrically they're unbeatable. I love their lyrics. They're clever. They really just match no matter what's going on in your life, you can click an Old Dominion song and it's going to tell your story. And I love that because I know that they say it. And I totally agree. It's a soundtrack to everybody's lives. And they know there's some of the lyrics are silly. I mean, you know, drunk as a skunk, but it's so unique and so clever. And, you know, being interested in their lyrics got me. They're amazing musicians. Brad Tercy can shred that guitar like nobody's business. Wit Sellers on the drums. I'm sorry, Travis Barker, Wit Sellers. I'm right there. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And Matthew's kind of come into this whole like vibey, groovy dance. I'm, I'm a dancer now. And it's just, <laughs> he's such an entertainer and such a showman now. It's just, I just, it's just evolved into this wonderful thing. I'm just so grateful for them in my lives. They've introduced me to so much and opened my eyes to so much, even in the country business. What is your favorite Old Dominion souvenir? Gosh, it's so hard to choose. I love, I have a a uh, vanity plate. It's not really a souvenir, but I love it. It says one man band. It's, and it's framed with a plate frame that says definitely listening to Old Dominion. Um, but I have some unique things. Um, I've, I saw that there was a bubblegum machine as a promo. I'm dying to find it somewhere, but I have yet to find it. We'll keep our eyes open. If somebody has one, just tweet us. <laughs> Hashtag Country Heat Weekly. If the guys are listening right now, what do you want to tell them? I just want to say thank you. Um, They've just made such a difference in my life and brought the most wonderful people into my life. And I just really want them to know that every time I'm at a show, I'm filled with just the most wonderful joy. I just can be myself. I can dance. I can sing. And it just, it does. It just soothes my soul. It feeds my soul. They touch everybody who's in the room. So very true. Well said. Mm -hmm. Okay, everybody, you can follow Brooke on Twitter and Instagram. She's War Eagle Blonde. Thanks so much for taking the time to fan out with us. Thanks, Brooke. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you, Amber, for being here. I love this. Thank you so much. 
That's a wrap on this week's edition of Country Heat Weekly. Thanks to Dirks for joining us from the road. You can go listen to his new single, Gold, on Amazon Music. And it was so much fun getting to know Brooke because we love Old Dominion superfans. Takes one to know one, right? Yeah. (laughs) If you like what you heard, give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. So who's lined up for next week? I think Dylan Scott is going to drive his new truck over to the studio. (laughs) Wait, didn't he blow that truck up in his video? Or does he have a newer new truck? I don't think that was real, was it? Surely not. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Okay, we'll get to the bottom of it. And we'll rediscover the music of country music legend Barbara Mandrell, who just celebrated her 50th anniversary of joining the Grand Ole Opry. Remember, new episodes drop each Thursday. Find and follow Country Heat Weekly so you're the first to get all the scoop. this week, as we always do, with a burning question. Something we just need to know from the country stars. This week, we asked for recommendations on TV shows to binge watch. Are you watching anything right now, Amber? Parks and Rec for the millionth time. (laughs) That's one of my favorites. You can never go wrong with Parks and Rec. Never. How about you? What's your recommendation? Um, I just watched a docu-series on the search for D.B. Cooper. He was the guy that, like, skyjacked a plane in the 70s and jumped out the back and they never found him. Okay. Sounds interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's kind of random. You know, one person who was not much help on this topic either was Parker McCollum. I only watch Cheers. You can name a TV show that's been like crazy popular in the last 10 years. I have not seen any of them, but I watch Cheers all the time. He's old school. He really is. (laughs) Here are a few more binge-worthy suggestions from Russell Dickerson, Breland, Mackenzie Porter, and Old Dominion. We watch New Girl every night. New Girl and Friends. Rick and Morty. Inventing Anna. There's a lot of Seinfeld that gets thrown around. Or if Brad has the remote control, then it's golf. Country Heat Weekly is a production of Amazon Music and Wondery. Executive producer is Melissa Locker for Nevermind Media. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge. Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Debbie Daughtry, Annie Reuter, Madeline O'Connell, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne. The team for Amazon Music and Wondery includes Nathan Brackett, Michelle Kammerer, Emily Feld, Callum Blues, Emily Belote, and Jenny Tay. The executive producers for Wondery are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. Critical production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Jake, Osmo, Abby, Emmy Lou, Bear, and all the other very good dogs out there. Find and follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music, the Wondery app, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. Uh, we had another dog named Patch that I got from the pound too, but Patch bit too many people. And uh, luckily I had a friend in Colorado that has like 300 acres and five ponds. And Patch is actually living my life. He got to stay in Colorado. I had to come back to Nashville. He got to stay. So I'm living vicariously through Patch. Hey, y'all, it's Dylan Scott. Come hang out with us next week when I join Kelly and Amber on Country Heat Weekly. Follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. 
As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.